Music Podcasts. Hi guys, welcome to Learn Kenyan Law with Wanjiko. I am your host, Wanjiko Mwangi. And um, as you know, this is the podcast where you get to understand what does the law say in matters what affects us as the society. So I am joined with my co-host, Wycliffe, and Wycliffe is going to introduce our guest for today. Karibu Wycliffe. How are you doing? I'm Sanjiko. doing well. Long time as we are back. Yeah. Uh, for listeners, uh, today we are having a very, very, very good topic, a heated mm-hmm. one. Yeah. So with us, uh, we have a guest, you know, uh, a very a man I respect a lot. A mm-hmm. uh, man who have done a lot, a lot of good things to this society, country at large. So welcome, welcome, Mr. Nico. Thank you so much. Um, good morning. Lovely to be here. Uh, my name is Buluma. I'm a student at the Kenya School of Law. I am passionate about politics. I'm passionate about the youth inclusivity and leadership in of the nation. And I aspire for us to get somewhere uh, in the future, in the near future. Wow. Yes. Karibu sana. Asante, asante, asante. And I'm really glad to also hear that you're passionate about politics. I am. Yeah, because as you know, our country right now, the political tensions are over the roof. Yeah, I, because I thought uh, I will not be into politics stuff, but uh, as time goes, I'm finding myself investing in it. Yeah, as you should, as you rightly should. Yeah. And I'm really glad to have you guys here today. And we're going to kick off this, um, the discussion. And I'll start with the Barack Obama quotes. And um, Barack Bring Obama it. said yeah. that you wouldn't let your grandparents pick your playlist. Why would you let them pick your representative who's going to determine your future? Indeed. So um, basically, in, in connection with this is the fact that the youth in Kenya right now and most of them, to be specific, are really against um, going to vote. Most of them, when you you listen to what they are saying, they're like, I don't see the need of voting. And the number is crazy. The number is big. Yes, and um, to make it worse, most of the people who um, are, are highly populated in Kenya are, are the youth. Yeah. So um, Barack Obama is asking, if when you're driving with your mom and your dad, you cannot even let them just choose the playlist um, on, on the car for you to listen to, then why do you want them to choose um, the kind of leader they are going to represent y- for you? You know. So, um, what are your thoughts in terms of the youth trying to say that they are not interested in voting? Because, okay, my thought is kind of fifty-fifty. Because uh, when you come to issue of youth, because uh, when you come to politics, mm-hmm. youth only come into the table during election. Mm-hmm. After election, the youth are forgotten. Okay. So because uh, the, you know, the number is huge, yes. the number is huge, the population which formed in this country, the youth are so, so, so many. Yes. And uh, I think our, our political system really, you know, flourishing that because uh, the reason why most of the youth are like, you want to vote because there's nothing for them. Because mm-hmm. uh, what we know is that there is issue of nomination, you know. You know, even to conduct election in this country is expensive. Mm-hmm. Mr. Nico, yes. what's your view on the issue of uh, the youth? Because uh, there's been this debate, you know, the term youth only comes up during election. Well, I think um, the youth themselves do yeah. not participate in governance. Oh, It starts with participating in governance mm-hmm. and not only during the elect- electioneering period. Mm-hmm. It starts from the date after the election. How will we hold our leaders accountable? How do we speak? How do we, in case we are grieved, how do we channel our anger? You see, youths will sit, they will just tweet, they will do. They will do nothing about anything that happens. But do you think there is a mechanism to let them do the stuff that you're saying about? 
it's it's in a drive um i'll give you an example eh? yeah um we had these people called the three bearded brothers not sisters so mm-hmm. yeah. i was kina orango and some kina kina those people were force back then yeah they were forced and you know that time they were youths yeah yes you, you see so no one no one actually used to tell them that um go and demonstrate they took it upon themselves to fight yeah. oppression like right now we are looking at we are, we are we are staring at a situation whereby food prices are so high there are no government incentives to to try and, and people are using that people are really yeah people are using that but you see us as youths are not there it pains me a lot because people say that uh, this is not the raila we knew uh, raila no longer fights for us yeah. why can't you be that raila why can't you why can't you be that activist why can't you be that boniface mwangi why can't you be that um why can't you be okay, you see you feel so, me yeah, okay so back back to you anji could you think uh, activism is what will help the youth or do you need a mechanism to make it really work i actually like the example that you've given us um yeah. in terms of history, history Those, yeah. most of the people who are in um, parliament right now they started as the youth True. and if we do our research correctly we'll find that let us talk about probably some of them who are in Nairobi university yes. they started as student leaders that is true but i don't know if you will agree with me um when it comes to the fact that um student leadership has also failed us in ter- in terms of creation of leadership and the main reason why i'm saying this is because um of the duale bill ever since the duale bill passed even the kind of elections that we're it conducting in, in, in schools yes are not like they don't make sense at all so um the people who are right now in parliament they were given an opportunity to even um just campaign they learned campaigning from a very young period but right now when you're going to student leaderships in terms of universities mm. a board of members have to now sit it's and hand decide it's yeah, hand exactly. it's crazy so, yeah that's true um it's weird that that bill was meant to curtail to cut to size babo wino the same babo wino who's in parliament right now with exactly. the same dual exactly so um we're looking at um steps are being taken to have that that act repealed uh, to revert back to the universal suffrage mm-hmm. for voting of student leaders and moving away from the electoral college slash delegate system mm-hmm. so that we have we, it's more inclusive uh, we participate more in the elections we participate more in the governance of the school uh, we participate more in decisions because i've looked at your profile mr yes. nikon is really impressive because back in your campus time you used to be in the leadership back yes, in the university I, uh, yes i was a so student leader. before we go to national politics the way yes. sanjiko have kept it do you think there is an urge of changing the way politics works because because the number of youths are so many and this number of youth some of them are in the universities yes so do you think the change of politics in the university will influence how it works nationally Yes, I do think that is possible. Uh we need vibrant leaders. Yeah. Vibrant, not just political leaders. We need vibrant leaders who will stand up, who will take stances. Right now the issue we have is that most youths are are passive. They are like hot and cold. You see, yeah. we need people to take hard stances and die with that hard stance. And it starts with that before we even say that we we're getting a youth to vie for president. We need to start from the grassroots yeah. level, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and so I really agree. I, um, I really agree with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And um, what I hear clearly from this conversation that we're having is that there's need to professionalize student politics. Because what is harming us is the fact that even the student leaders we're having currently, they're still being swayed by the management. They're not even able to say yes, no, in a they very... They cannot take stances because they were not given mandate by the people, the students themselves. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you one thing. I was a student leader, yes. Um, I made sure that most, if not the whole school, knew me. Trust you me right now, you can go to Kenyatta University. You will not know who the president is. Yes. You do not know who the president of the University of Nairobi is. You do not know the, who the president of Mount Kenya University You do not know the secretary general. They do not talk about youth affairs. Yeah. You get there, you're given your little stipend at the end exactly. of the month, and you're comfortable. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's crazy because what I see nowadays from the leadership in the university it's more of a social media leadership mm-hmm. because sure. it's, it's more of a, you know, this is what I do, posting, I've been to this office. Yeah, and we've lost the comrade power. The comrade that power there. is not even there. Yeah. Because right now we live in an instance where there is a, you know, there is, you know, the ethnic of Cape, we need to have an active because uh, this country is where it is because of active politics. Mm-hmm. Because if you see the, you know, that that regime, the old regime, mm-hmm. kina Kenneth Matiba, kina Miguna Miguna back in the campus, yeah. kina Orengo. They used to give Those boys used sleepless to be vibrant. Yeah, the young for Raila, sure. the young tax. These people used to do a lot, yes, yeah. but nowadays few because in of fact, we know who. Yeah, in fact, when I think about it, um, if we really had such kind of student leadership and activism amongst ourselves, right now we'd really be advocating for the um, food prices to go lower and such things. But us as the youth, we almost seated at a comfortable place. We write it on Twitter for a whole day and probably a week if we are lucky. And then, then we keep quiet and then that's mm-hmm. it. That's true. So that's I like yeah, the fact true. that we've started this conversation with discussions on how, 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 how is the leadership on the ground in terms of how are we mentoring our our students and our young people to get into politics. However, now um, we have uh, we have youth in politics. Some of them are in politics. We've seen them um, passing some great bills. We're not saying that we don't have any youth in politics. I, do, I, don't, I think we don't have any youth in the stand. <laughs> we don't have. They're just there. You can call them flower girls or flower boys. Oh, no. <laughs> For real, that's, that is my stand. Because even if they are, they are youth, because we have the likes of Kinababuawino. We mm-hmm. have the like of Kina Charles Jaguar, the MP of for my MP of the, the current MP of Starehe. Well, let me ask you something quickly. What yeah. is youth to you? Um, I do not think a thirty-seven year old or a forty year old is fit enough to be called a youth just because majority of the people in Bunge are seventy and sixty years. Because that forty year old does not resonate with the eighteen year old. They will pretend to know Shenkidogo and talk something small just to fascinate you. But they do not know your problems know as much. a young person. I would prefer if we had twenty three, twenty five year olds, more like three or four or ten in Bunge, then that can that can that can be a true representation of the youths themselves. Yeah, because this one always say that this one say that is crazy because uh, I listened to some of the debates of yeah. uh, the one, the current one, which ended of the of the Nairobi debate and the manifestos of these people. Because the reality is that uh, when you come to Nairobi, forty mm-hmm. percent of the population are student, mm-hmm. because most of the universities are in, is, are in Nairobi. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, forty percent yeah. of the people in I are the student. The government haven't talked about anything. Where the student, because the standard of living is so high for the student. Yeah. Because 
no one have, no no one, no one even have approached that all they say will build roads will build need but <coughs> the workforce because these students you know in their four year tenure back in the university mm-hmm. you know they need facilities because right now tell me is there any place where this youth can go and air their views apart from there's no even theater you know i really National theater is for the rich i can say so yeah i hear what you're saying and i also hear the yes. fact that you're saying the kind of youth that we need in parliament is 22 23 24 exactly. 25 exactly but let me ask you have you seen what is happening with toto this um young young lady oh, called Dine. Toto is a lucky one is one maybe one in a one, I think is that, I think Have you heard card. of the challenges that she's going through? I wonder I've seen. You know she was even saying that um people want to burn um the houses of the parents there's no yeah. security um he, she's actually even feeling like she needs to let this dream is that, go. Is that, is that political standard is it true because with politics in Kenya Yeah, so young people want to vote for these seats, but they are really frustrated with the people who are older than them in terms of even um, trying to say that their security is going to to be jeopardized. Okay, because in, going when with the fact given by there is this trust, Mzalendo Trust Foundation. Mm-hmm. So they usually sponsor young, ambitious, you know, who want to be mar- parliamentarians. parliamentarians. Yeah. And uh, according to their data, for someone to run for an MCS seat in Kenya, you need mm-hmm. uh, like... Uh, 20 to 30 million. Yeah. For, for, for someone to run for an MP, you know, constituency you need something like 80 200 million. Mm-hmm. And the number goes high. Yes. So, coming back to the reality. Mm-hmm. Can you afford a 30 million campaign for an MCA? That's those those are the figure. Yes. And those figures also supported by the World Bank Association also going by what uh Denmark because they usually there's this young parliamentarians mm-hmm. they used to host it mm-hmm. and that number is crazy you can imagine you need a 30 million and the issue doesn't even start from there the issue start from the party you know party nomination and election it's crazy yeah, we've seen it we've really seen what has happened in terms of so that so i think when come to issue of youth the way nikov said it is it is for us now to because if we because they say kesho never comes no it starts by us having our own party you look at you look no at these party parties for the youth. Uh, most of them are controlled by the older folk i i know very well that when ford was being formed in 1991 when dp was being formed the folklore that formed that party were young guys eh? yeah. so we need to form our own parties eh? we need to start we need it needs to come from us ourselves yeah from the leadership down not that we're having an 80 year old leader and then some 10 60s yeah, and then and then two or three um 27 year olds just to to hoodwink you into thinking that oh youths have been represented we cannot have that um you've talked about nominations if we have our own party as youths if youths form political parties because youths do not form political parties and That's if they do they form them and they sell them to the yeah. older folk who want to use them as vehicles um special purpose vehicles yeah. um for their political careers and for their political gains that's why you'll get these people staying in politics for very long um in active politics we need yeah. to have a cycle whereby um after 15 years if you haven't done anything substantive you cannot t- convince me father that you will actually do anything just leave let other people come in and let other people um be able to 
bring in new ideas, cultivate new ideas. Yeah. So we, we can go forward as a country. I, okay, I, I really understand and I agree with what you're saying that we need to have a political party that is seriously just for the youth. Several. But several. let us just ask ourselves first. Yeah. How how much does it take for you to wake up and say that I am registering this political party? What does the political parties act say? How much money are you supposed to pay when you want to register a party? I don't know if you've researched um, behind that. Even just um, forming your own political party, you you need money. Because there's all those processes that you need to register your political party. Unless now we're saying we come up as a group and then slowly by slowly and slowly by slowly we'll get someone who wants to, you know, help us. Okay, um, we have we have we have a register of political parties. Mm-hmm. We have a political parties act. Yes. Um, we've seen amendments to the political parties act that puts in this thing of um coalition political parties. Mm-hmm. Um how do political parties generate their revenue mm-hmm. through membership? Yes. Yeah? You cannot say that um we do not have money mm-hmm. and yet the youths are the most popular. Um <laughs> the youths are popular. You see you'll do this, huh? Um we get substantial number of youths mm-hmm. uh, we get them to pay for the for the for the for the membership fee mm-hmm. and that's how you generate your revenue by the time you're going to the register of political parties to have this party registered mm-hmm. you will have the funds needed um there are those running fees here and there yeah. office fees yeah. yeah another aspect mm-hmm. that people keep on forgetting is that um the West and the East, both ends, are mm-hmm. ready to support young political parties. Okay? Yeah, for so sure. it's easy to get funding from abroad. And even funding from within, I do not want to go abroad. Funding from within, from within Africa. I'm very sure if we talk to Julius Malema and tell him that, yeah, we have this huge political party. Uh, it resonates well with the youths. Um, majority membership... Um, majority of the members are youths they will pop they will chip in something for you but we have to have that belief we have to have that dream we cannot do that if we do not have that dream. Yeah, but almost i think i learned to contradict with that statement mm-hmm. because uh to me going by the statistic i think uh most of the political parties are just formed for security mm-hmm. of the individual mm-hmm. and to milk money mm-hmm. because let, let, let's give an example i an example is that uh, if you want to run for for, for nomination, mm-hmm. if you want to be a member first, there's the membership the membership fee that you need to pay. Yes. Then second, during nomination, this is where they really they really get a lot of money because you have to pay for for the money for the nomination for the, yeah. for the, for the nomination. Let's say in that seat of MCA, let's say in Gara, there are more than sixty people. Each of them pay twenty thousand, which is non-refundable. Mm-hmm. That's only in Gara. We have CBD, so you can imagine amount of ma- money they they will collect. Mm-hmm. Then going by the okay by l- last week, mm-hmm. each party was to nominate you know was to, was to nominate uh, people into parliament and senate. Mm-hmm. Those positions are usually reserved for marginalized youth and women. Yes. Example: Kama Chamachakazi, who was there nominated. Moses Kuria himself, the party leader. What is this issue for purposes, security purposes? That's that's the that's the reality because we have institution which can really fund Zalendo, there is Bungelamona Bungela Monanchi, they are there. But the issue I think is not even uh, money, the issue is uh, the goodwill 
because mm. I think there is also corruption in the parties itself. Unfortunately, because this was this was just seen during during nomination mm. to the to the parliament. Moses Kure is how old? He could like, he, he, I know he has youth in his party. Definitely, he does. Like, and um, you, you, I remember there's a point you've made um yeah. about having um someone else mm. contribute funding for that specific party. Yes. The issue that I'm having with now an older person contributing money for this youth is that he who gives the paper. Right, but controls it. Controls the tune, it. Yes. The tune, yeah. So you give Man- us money, but you're going to give us probably attached with conditions. Now, I want you to look at it this way. Yeah? Mm-hmm. We are forming our own party. A party, as per the Political Parties Act, has to reflect the face of Kenya. Yeah. Yes. So we will have people from different Different backgrounds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, different, um, different backgrounds, as you've said, um, different levels of education, because you're not limited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now, we will do this. We will try and mobilize the people to contribute, to be members, because it's the membership fee that actually drives the parties mm? apart from the money you're given by the government mm. and apart from other f- um, donor funds which you shouldn't actually depend on yeah. Yeah. you run a proper party with proper structures trust you me it will not grow overnight but yeah. within five years by the next election cycle us as youths will have a political party or parties several parties which resonate with us about the issue of the nomination fees uh, it's not standard it's not, it's, it doesn't cut across. But, but, each and but every those, party those, is allowed Those amount to. of money are crazy huge. No, each, 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 each party decides how much they will pay, how each candidate Let will pay. Let's go by example of an ODM. Let's say, because that's a part which attracted a, a lot, a, a UD and ODM. Yes. Attracted a lot of aspirant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can imagine, like in Ngara, there are more than 16. Wanted to, I'm talking for an MCA seat. Okay. Mm. Each of them will pay an admission fee. Which is non-refundable. These people not only pay for admission fee, but they also invest. They have stake at it. They invest. And one thing, one thing you need to know: politics not for, you know, politics is a money game. Is a money game. You need to understand that. Is um, a money game. You've talked about the nomination fee. You've talked. First of all, you'll have to pay for. Most parties um, demand that you you pay for life membership yeah. before you vie for any. But life interest membership. change. But interest change. Life there membership. Can be no, it's fine. People, you can live. Life, 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 life membership. membership. Will membership. Most probably cost you um, five hundred thousand Kenya shillings. Okay. How many you are going to afford that? How many you can afford? Um, and then the nomination fee now for MC8 might be fifty thousand. For president, is like a crazy. So right now we are at six hundred. You are not forced. <laughs> you are not forced to be. Just in imagine that. now six hundred. If, if who can afford six hundred a normal? Life? Politics is expensive. Eh? Politics yeah, is that's very what you expensive. Need yeah. to be expensive. Now, that's my point. And now need we need to change the narrative because uh-huh. most of that, most of the ten, the ten mic you'll use uh, for campaigns as, let's say, an MP of a small constituency uh, in the rural areas. Most of that money will be used for handouts. So we need to change this narrative. Wow. For sure, we, for sure, we sure yeah. need to change this narrative. Because, okay, because what I'm really, really surprised about uh, the perspective of. Uh, you know, I, I'm looking at the realities mm-hmm. of what is really happening on the ground. Yeah. Because one thing, politics doesn't, doesn't need to be to be that expensive. Because yeah. you look at other countries, because they're going to serve people. What's really happened? Because when you do all this stuff, you're keeping yourself into a debt trap. Yeah. And because once you w- get that position, you want to squander and get all the money. That's why that there's no development. The yes. Because what what you do is uh, 
you spend 30 million you know in campaign which mm. this this is the money that you don't have yeah you can go to bank because you have cars some collateral you get some 50 million maybe from the political f- also being funded then let's say you f- use 50 million so let's say in your first tenure in the office what you'll doing is be paying the debts yeah and um, also want also yeah so you spend the next three years looking for yourself yeah, interest repaying, yeah. and paying the debts so you're not then even you doing the work that you're supposed for to do development true then true again we go back. So yeah. I'm wondering, yeah. we have a very strong election campaign finance act. What does it do? Because we know that this act is supposed to, you know, provide regulation in terms of, of the funding, funding yeah. understand the management, the kind of expenditure that um, the political party is running into. You know what? Are the accountability of the funds that you're getting, because some people are are, are contributing to someone's campaign, but they have an interest at the back of their mind when that person gets into office this specific businessman expects that all the tenders when it comes to ICT yeah it's his so i'm wondering we yeah. have very good laws we have the financing act that is supposed to do all this accountability like the way we see in developed countries in developed countries when someone um, adds money into your your campaign fund it's clear people know that person a has contributed to person b exactly. but here in kenya businessman has secret. contribution <laughs> it's a secret and then <laughs> when we are coming to tender processes we can't even understand what is happening. is happening okay i think first of all um you're right and you're wrong in some sense mm-hmm. um abroad isn't that politics is just politics mm-hmm. uh, trump had issues with his funding uh, there are a lot of questions on how he got his money. He pulled money from his accounts. His friends, the rich um, uh, Israeli friends, the rich Jew friends um, really funded him and he brought, brought about a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. In Kenya, yes, we have the law. But now who enforces this law? It's supposed to be the the electoral board. Yeah. 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 yeah the electoral management board, that is IBC. Yes. It's the one that's supposed to overlook that. But People are so dubious. Uh, people are so tricky in that they will, they will, they will, they will try and go around the law. They will try and find a loophole yeah. um, to protect themselves. Uh, the act is meant to cap the amount of money you can use. And there's controversy when it comes to that cap. And mm. is it? You cannot know because the audits are not done. You see, um, let's put it this way. Um, as long as you are gazetted and you are supposed to vie in an election, the government provides you with some security, some funding. Indeed, yeah. Yeah. Um, you also come with your funding. Yeah. Uh, your friends will try and chip in. But now we have the big boys. We have the big guns. Uh, as you've said, I'll be supported by two or three billionaires. They will pump money into my campaign. Yeah? Mm-hmm. They will need something in return. Yes. They will need collateral. They will need two or three ministries. Yeah, there's no, so there's no free lunch. Enforcement of this of this act and these laws is something that we need to look at going so to true. the future. Yeah. And I am happy that the tenure of this of the current commission is almost over. Yeah. Uh, we will need to get guys who are actually um, devoted to actually ensuring that these laws are not just written in paper and whatever yeah. is they happening. Yeah, them. they actualize the laws. Yeah. Because my, my 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 issues are I'm talking of the aspect of what I've really been seeing, what happened in this country and is mm-hmm. uh really really saddening. Because when you come to the issue of uh because Kenya is not suffering from malfunction of law, suffering from yeah. the issues of uh implementation of the law. Sure. Because 
you know when we go to the Sahara of Africa we have very beautiful laws you know our constitution is one of the best constitution after after the SA mm-hmm. South Africa one mm-hmm. and we have the laws so the issue is not even the law the issue is the what do you call it the, the issue is the political will the manpower the people in those position are they implemented now that's now that that's become the issue yeah. because when you remember in 2017 you know those laws which were made for election you know they were really made to cap the other side because these laws were made against Raila it, you know that's, <laughs> that's the truth and now really other, yeah because you know that time you know they you know they you know and now it's coming to you bite the them way in the ass. Yeah, that's that's the funny <laughs> the thing. Because the election, the, the election laws amendment of 2016 yeah. and People fought in the parliament. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, ideally, um, it's only the chairperson of the commission, of the electoral commission, who's supposed to announce the presidential yes. result. But the, because of the majority, um, they went to parliament and they... Did you believe that time? And things change. Any person can actually announce any commissioner. The vice, the quorum the was vice, removed to the three. Vice com- the, the vice head of the commission can can announce the presidential result, and you see that brings a challenge yeah. because the chair of the commission can actually say no. This is not what happened. Yeah, yeah. because in in adding into that, because I'm saying the, the issue of uh, when come to the laws, because now that's where the issue is. Because the issue not even malfa- the issue is the implementation and the, and the political will. I was talking that issue of uh, you know those laws, 20, you know the twenty seventeen amendment of yeah. election laws. Yeah. On my side, they made you know they were really made to make sure the opposition had a hard time. Yeah. And now to make the matter worse, tables have turned. Tables have turned. Yeah. Now the people, you know, <laughs> the same people who made laws are now working against them. And I like the fact that you're talking about 2017 because during that time, um, Raila was really have key. Cured those staff. Raila no, was key in trying to say, you know, the Monday everything, mm-hmm. reforms in the IBC. Mm-hmm. This thing was, you know, this thing was there, mm-hmm. and right now you act like you're surprised because now, now the key issue is the issue of, uh, you know, manual, and uh, digitalization. Digitalization, because when you know, and the manual digitalization, the key stuff of why the election was being nullified. Was the issue of inconsistency, mm-hmm. and, and and now we're going to the same same cycle again. Yeah. So as I was trying to say earlier, um, in 2017, Raila was key in pointing out what was wrong in the election in the and election those haven't changed. area, haven't and those changed. things are yet to change. But right now, we're heading into the elections. They so the kind of question us. I'm asking myself right now is: Yes, are we heading into an election that already had a lot of issues, using the same kind of you know, the same old ways that we use, then later someone wins or someone loses, and then we have to go to court again and point out the same issues that were pointed out by um, Raila Odinga. As in, it's a whole... It's a whole cycle. We're just recycling garbage in, garbage garbage out. Now, you see, um, in the in the Supreme Court decision of 2017, mm-hmm. um, there, were some, there were some parameters that there were some stances that the court stated that should be met. Yes. One of them was opening of the servers. Yeah. The 2017 servers have never been opened. Yeah. Now we look fast forward it. Five years later, we are back there. We are back to debating on whether to use the manual register or not. Or the digital register. Yes. Um, some people are saying that the digital register may fail. Yeah. Others, the other side is saying that this other side has infiltrated the system. Now, we are looking at it this way. The courts have stated severally, and scholars have talked about it, that 
an election is not a one day event mm-hmm. it is a build up yes. from the official campaign period from the registration of the voters uh, to the voting day to the tabulation of the result to the streaming of the results to the announcement of the results and so voting election. election is not a destination it's a whole process it's a whole process yeah, and voting is actually a one day thing yes. but the election period is like a 60 day or a four month yeah. t- till when the leaders are sworn in yeah. and we look at our IBC um i think they've started on a very bad note very bad note um look at the registration because the um article 88 um um, 88 for gives mandate to the IBC to register voters. Yeah, we have a lot of issues with the register. I am registered at Staria Constituency. The auditing for example. Is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to, I just randomly went to to the IBC offices to check my details. I'm supposed to vote at NSSF right now. NSSF it used to be um, a priv- a public ground, mm. but it's yeah. been privately acquired. I don't know. I don't know how to delve into that. Right now, I'm supposed to vote at KCC. That information was not given to me. My details were missing in the register. I had to go there and force them to do that. Um, Now, you see, the IBC does not pass that information. They do not give that information. That's the thing Kenyans need to hear, by Mm. the way. And people really need to know Mm. that um, we need to take these guys into account. You do not... That's why we are saying... The election period is not a one-day event. Yeah. It's, it's a build-up. Yeah? Um, look at the observers we have. Um, look at the monitors. Um, they are being, the, moni- the election monitors are going to come to oversee our elections. Um, the difference between an observer and a monitor. Okay. An observer is an impartial person, most probably from outside the country. Yeah? The moni- elect- electoral monitors are most probably um, local institutions. Mm-hmm. Um Observers will not talk about it, yeah. okay. But the monitors are allowed to raise queries, to raise issues in case there are issues on the election date. Mm-hmm. Uh, we never see anything happening. Um, Chebukati and his team will be like, ah, um, they raised issues, and you know these fundamental issues are what bring about the petitions themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. um, they're the they're the substance of the petition. That the issues are going to be brought about in court. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I really agree. I really agree with what okay, you said. Talking about that, uh, Mr. Nico, thank you for the insight in that. Yeah, and just before we even come to an end, um, the kind of last thing that I'd really want us to talk about is yeah. that we've really highlighted the fact that commis- the, the IEBC Commission has failed us. The IEBC Commission has done this and it has not done this. Yeah. Do we really understand... Um, or rather, are they, is this commission really performing the duty that they're supposed to to perform in terms of what they are mandated to do? One of it being I'm um, conducting voter edu- education. Yeah. Is this something that they're doing? Is this something, like you've said, you've, you went to confirm your details, which is a good thing, of yes, course. Yes. But um, do people even know they, that can happen? There is a lot of misinformation because one thing, okay, I'll give, him, I'll give them some, some positives. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they're really trying to communicate. Mm-hmm. But I'm having issues with the But how are they trying to communicate? Exactly. Because because even even if you look at the official partner mm-hmm. of the who's assist ABC in information as Cooper News. Cooper News is like a mostly bloggers mm. like they can't. I was like, why did IBC because just look for radio station 
and partner with it. And not only that, if you go Stop to the IEBC Twitter page and the IEBC Facebook page, the kind of information that is there, yeah. oh my God, it's no, 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 it's really good information on Twitter and on Facebook. Yeah. You really learn a lot. But I'm wondering, someone is who is in the rural, rural areas, are they able to access that kind of thing? Because I feel like not everyone has access to internet, Instagram, Twitter, and some, they, and some that's videos. Very, to a very small population, actually, are able to access that. Okay. Um, Section 27 gives mandate of the IBC Act uh, gives mandates the IBC to to deal with the management of information. Okay, that's the notices, mm. um, taking care of your personal data, making sure that your personal data, your biometrics, your names are not tampered with. Huh? Yeah. Um, we have seen instances where, like, um, the the last mass voter registration, um. They had to keep on extending the deadlines because yeah. they were not meeting the targets. Yeah. Do you know why? Because of the apathy, people do not know what is supposed to be done. And for this, I solely blame the the IBC because this is something that you need to start educating and sensi- yeah. sensitizing people on it yeah. way in advance. Yeah, so that's that actually something I have a problem with because yeah. I don't like the fact that IBC only comes into question. Sazile, we are almost at election. Yes, two or three months yeah. to election. We should is, hear is them all through. They're all getting through. a salary every month. So let us work um, during the time that we're supposed to be working. And um, guys, I think we should end this discussion here. It has definitely been an interesting discussion. Um, We've spoken about the involvement of youth in politics. And I'd really want to encourage youth, me included, because I'm really passionate about some of these things. I'm just looking at the kind of challenges that are ahead of me. And I'm like, am I really going to, you know, get through this road? But I'm really um, urging the youth to vote. I'm urging the youth to, you know, champion whatever it is is they believe in yeah i don't know if you can give us um your final remarks um my parting shot is just to 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 seek to to tell the youth that this is our future uh if you're not interested in politics politics will be interested in politics determines how much you're going to buy your loaf of bread at how much um your haircut is going to cost Mm -hmm. so if i really hate people who say that ah missy pendisi asama that's not my thing it will definitely bite you back so i I beseech all youths to take active part in the election. Mm-hmm. I also want to put the IBC um, under the spot yeah. that we need to conduct our elections way more seriously than we are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, these issues of some commissioners not knowing that ballot papers are coming, tendering process, we need to actually clear uh, the tunnel to drain the, the swamp yeah. um, on yeah. these issues. And they say, they say if you hate politics, politics will make you suffer. That's mm-hmm. a saying. Yeah. And uh, so before we suffer because of our of our misfortunes of mm-hmm. misinformation on politics, we need to be involved in it. That means you don't need to be actively in the news. You know, it's tough from the family with your friends. Which kind of politics do you love? Which kind of politics do you love? Mm-hmm. And politics is about engagement. You know, yeah. but from that from the amtani from in schools. You know, people listening to us is about having mean, meaningful conversation with yes. each other. Yeah, because uh, leadership is really important. Because um, families are institution in, in this country, and that's where politics starts from the family. Yes, yeah, so come here. Who are you choosing? Because sometimes these leaders come from our families. These leaders are our friends. We see them every day. These leaders were once our leaders back in campus. True. They are once our leaders back in primary, in, mm-hmm. in high schools. We mingle with them. These yeah. leaders have, they have family that we see every day. If you really want to be that person, 
then love politics before because when you when you hate politics it will make you suffer yeah and I like how you've said it weekly um we don't want to vote and we end up having bad officials in parliament exactly. Exactly. so um us having bad officials we uh, there's a quote that says bad officials are elected by good citizens mm-hmm. so if you're not going to conduct, going to vote you're the one who is responsible for electing these bad officials that we're complaining about and so um this is going to be it for me I really appreciate having you guys here and I really hope that our listeners have you know just yeah. gotten some nice information. I think we'll also bring Nico in the next episode mm-hmm. to talk about because we have issues that are so wide. Yeah, and definitely. Subject matter come to issue of election, politics, yeah. entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in the next episode we'll still be having the same same guest. Uh-huh. So be tuned and always a man will have to you know really have to, to shed more sure, light yeah. more light and yeah. uh, before you know listeners you know the wisdom. Yeah. So because you know the political temperature I think we just need to have these conversations yeah. and that's the beauty so maybe some of you didn't participate maybe through active we are here. You yeah. can give us your comment, your feedback yes. on the stuff that you really want us to talk about and thank you. Okay, thank, thank you, you so Danilo. much for well for inviting me today. It's been marvelous. I uh, have sure enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, next episode, it's final. Be here. We will talk more about the laws part, so yes. that we can, so that our listeners can familiarize themselves, especially with the electoral malpractices and offences, yes. yeah. and to just give them a clear view of what they'll need on the election day. What, uh, what, what this is to learn law to yeah, see you next time. Thank you. Music Podcasts, the home of podcasts in Kenya.